Okay, so today we are reading the from the five-minute Marvel Spider-Man stories book. We're reading the eleventh story in the book called Mega Meltdown, and it was written by Jordan Laurie, and it is read today by Mommy and. Philip, Mommy and Philip, who's eating a pancake. Are you ready? Mega meltdown. New York City was in the middle of a heat wave. Unfortunately for Spider-Man, that wasn't going to stop the city's criminals. Seriously, guys, committing crimes in a city full of superheroes, not a great idea. Spider-Man said to the two bank robbers he had just webbed. Despite the heat, Spider-Man noticed that the criminals were shivering. If we're going to be stuck here, how about some more webbing, huh? Why are those guys acting like it's cold out? Spider-Man thought as he swung away. It's been a scorcher for weeks. As he swung closer to Times Square, Spider-Man's spider sense began to tingle. The wind started to whip around him as the temperature steadily dropped. Meh. Maybe it's a little chilly today. Just then, Spider-Man came across the source of the changing weather. A gigantic portal had opened up in the sky, sending snow flurries down upon the city. Loki, the trickster god of Asgard, was standing atop a skyscraper clutching a cosmic cube. Spider-Man swung down to confront the supervillain. Ah, the spider. I invite you to witness the start of my glorious reign. Loki said proudly. With Earth destroyed, those pesky Avengers will finally be out of my way. Yeah, right, Spider-Man said. What, what are a few snowflakes going to do? Especially in New York, because it snows in New York, and they know how to handle snow. Just wait until you meet my friends, Loki cackled. The ground began to rumble as Loki lifted up the cosmic cube. Suddenly, a group of frost giants leaped from the portal right in the middle of Times Square. Parked cars. Yeah, yes, exactly. Philip is flabbergasted by these things. Frost giants are pretty creepy looking. They're big blue guys, and they've got pointy ears and sharp looking teeth and lots of muscles. And they are, well, they're blue, so they look kind of spooky. Okay. Parked cars were crushed under the weight of the massive giants as they lumbered through the streets. The frightened tourists ran for cover as sparks from collapsing billboards rained down upon the chaotic scene. Meet the frost giants of Jotunheim, Loki said with an otherworldly voice. Now that I have the cosmic cube, they are under my control, 
Spider-Man knew there was only one thing to do. He leaped into action. Spidey shot his webs through the air. He sailed over Times Square straight towards one of the giants. Hey, Snowball, over here! Spider-Man shouted. As he got closer to the giants, he narrowly missed the massive club swinging toward him. What do I look like, some kind of bug? He said. Spider-Man looked down at his suit. Oh, well, yeah, I I can't really blame you. Spider-Man swung out of reach, then approached the frost giants once more. The mindless giants paid no attention. They were only concerned with one thing, destruction. I don't have enough webbing left to tie up Frosty and friends, Spidey thought, but this should slow them down. Spider-Man fired a web across the street. He hoped this barrier would stop the Frost Giants' march. It looked like the Frost Giants were finally going to be stopped when... Boom! Spider-Man was shocked to witness the Frost Giants step on his web barrier, causing two billboards to crash to the ground. Just then, Spider-Man spotted an Avengers Quinjet flying over. It's about time, Spidey exclaimed. He knew that with friends like Captain America, Thor, Black Widow, and Iron Man on his side, Loki and his snow buddies didn't stand a chance. Spider-Man approached the jet as it landed on a nearby roof. As the cargo ramp lowered, Spider-Man saw only one hero. One very small hero. So, what's the situation here? Ant-Man? Spider-Man was shocked as the miniature hero walked down the ramp. Where's everyone else? The Avengers are busy with Thanos, Ant-Man said. That guy never takes a day off. Nick Fury called and said there was some trouble in the city. I'm here to back you up, pal. No offense, but I was expecting some bigger guns, Spider-Man said. How are two bugs going to stop three giants? Well, looks like these two bugs are all New York has today. Spider-Man knew Ant-Man was right. Two heads were better than one, and with that, Ant-Man grabbed onto Spidey's suit as he swung back towards the wintry chaos. As soon as Spider-Man and the Ant-Man rejoined the Frost Giants, one of them threw a car at the two heroes. Look out! Ant-Man exclaimed. Way ahead of you, Spider-Man responded as he swiftly dodged the car. But this heavy snowfall isn't making anything easier. Any ideas? Do you think when the heroes are done with Thanos, they could come there? I hope so. I hope they... Well, you know what, though? Let's see what happens, because I know Ant-Man is pretty crafty, and I know how smart Peter is. Let's see what happens. Ant-Man is a little crafty. Yeah, his name is Scott. Yep. Yeah. Well, he he's actually normal-sized, but he has a suit that makes him small. Let's find out what happens. Well, if they want to head to Central Park, I can send some ants to ruin their picnic, Ant-Man said sarcastically. 
Even so, it's not warm enough for a picnic, Spider-Man said. But wait, that gives me an idea. How much do you know about electricity? More than you, kid, Ant-Man said. And I think I know where you're going with this. Evading attacks from Loki's frost giants, Spidey swung towards Times Tower, the brightest building in the city. As Spider-Man approached the tower, Ant-Man was able to jump just before a frost giant grabbed Spider-Man's webbing. The giant pulled the webs, yanking him off the tower. Oomph! Spider-Man exclaimed as he crashed onto the hard cement. Ant-Man knew Spider-Man couldn't hold back the giants for long. He squeezed between the bright billboards. Once inside, the small hero was able to hack into the main power grid. Hey, you big bullies! Ant-Man shouted. How about turning up the heat? Suddenly, Times Square began to brighten. The lights became brighter and brighter until the light from the billboards was blinding. Hit with 161 megawatts of power, the frost giants quickly began to shrink until they vanished completely. It's working, Spider-Man said as he swung to face Loki. Looks like your frost giants should have brought some sunscreen. Spider-Man! Loki roared. You did this! Spider-Man quickly shot a web straight toward Loki. I had some help. Not too bad for a couple of bugs, huh? With Loki blinded by webbing, Spider-Man was able to take the cosmic cube out of his grasp. Using the power of the cosmic cube, Spider-Man opened a, a portal and sent Loki back to the Juttenheim. I'll be back, Spider! I always come back! We hope so, Loki. We hope so. Loki screamed as he was pulled into the portal at high speed. Defeated Loki, melted a bunch of frost giants, and caused a blackout in Times Square, Ant-Man said. Man, we deserve a vacation. You're right, Spider-Man responded. But we still have to return this cube and restore power to Times Square. Yeah, but first, Spider, my aunts and I challenge thee to a snowball fight, Ant-Man said, mocking Loki. You're on. And I should say another thing about Ant-Man is that his suit allows him to control ants. I don't think Spider-Man's suit allows him to control spiders, though. I think he... I think it does. It does? You think so? I, I think. That would be pretty cool. But we don't know if it does. Yeah. Maybe let's read this one. Well, why don't you say... Um, the end first. The end. Okay. <laughs>